In the beginning you asked for oddity, and they gave you that oddity. Then you asked for more oddity, and they asked you for $5. You acquiesced to their solicitation, and so now here we are. On behalf of your hosts, Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long, thank you, and welcome to the Earth Oddity Extended Show. Now with more oddity. Welcome, patrons. This is your exclusive episode of Earth Oddity Podcast for you guys. We're doing this for you. Yeah, for you. Yes, thank you so much. In return for your cash. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's just be transparent here. Thank you for giving us money. Yeah. Now listen to us talk some more <laughs> than other people get to hear us for free. <laughs> yes. Right. There we go. So... Big show, really, is what we got planned here. Is a huge <laughs> yes. show. For some reason, my phone has stopped connecting to the internet. That's not good. Yeah. I'm trying to get a web page to load, but it won't. But mm-hmm. anyways, so what we got to talk about this episode, Tiny? Well, we're going to do a couple extra stories, as we do, because this, did, this whole endeavor began as an odd news show, and that's, that's still right. what we are primarily. That's and, our core focus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Once again, we're going to talk about a story okay. that would never fly on the on the public show. All right. <laughs> and uh, this comes from the Daily Mail, and I'm just going to read the headline. Hold on. What are we going to do when church members join the Patreon? The Patreon. Well, I'm still unclear on if it's <laughs> Patreon or Patron. I don't know. Well, yeah, patron is a word that's just like someone who patrons sure. something. Yeah, I understand that. I'm assuming when Patreon started, patron.com wasn't available. <laughs> sure. And they weren't willing to pay the $2,000 or whatever to get it. <laughs> right. So they just misspelled it on purpose. Okay. So that's what I'm assuming yeah. happened. I don't know. All right. But uh, I'm. it's always been my hope that when... I, I shouldn't say when. I should say if because it hadn't happened yet. No, no I don't think too many people listen. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, uh, from I mean, that we go to church with. I mean, it says in the Bible uh, <laughs> that a prophet has no fame in his own country, right? Are we a prophet? No, we're not. No, but we're I not. think it works for yeah. podcasters too. I did speak to a lady who, uh, a customer of ours, mm-hmm. Shane hadn't joined, right? <laughs> not yet. Okay. I don't know if he would appreciate <laughs> it. She told me she was a prophetess of, okay. of the Lord and she could tell when people were lying to her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I proceeded to lie to her. <laughs> she did not know any difference. Yeah. Did you lie to her? Absolutely, I lied to her. <laughs> did she call you? You on can't. It? No, she didn't. <laughs> she didn't at all. That's how I know she's not a prophetess, right? So now it's time to stone her. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That lady's a doozy. But we all deal with crazy people if you deal with the public every once. That's in a true. While. Yeah. And you know what? I think. Uh, I think. I think weird people and crazy folks are the spice of life. Yeah. Me personally. Yeah, until you have to have an hour-long conversation <laughs> with a lady who claims to be a prophetess because she thinks her bed's broken. You know? Yeah, but then you can share that story later on. Oh, yeah. And it's just it's a blessing for someone else, right? I don't, all right, look. I, I just want to just give me just a moment. Okay. Okay. Just a moment here. We have all the time. So. That's right. We, we need to fill some time anyways. This is how crazy she is, Tiny, is <laughs> I recorded her. So I was going to leave it at that. <laughs> right. That was a two hour long co- or no, an hour long conversation. Was she uh, was she unhappy? Yeah, she was. She was okay. upset. Unhappy. I got you. Since made her happy after that conversation, she has also called me back about six other times with other concerns that she has. So you almost wish she was still mad. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd have ran her off in the first thing. I learned my lesson. You know, right. like I will never be nice to another customer ever again. <laughs> the the buck stops at my desk. <laughs> yeah. I tried to make her happy. I did something kind of outside of what our policy would be mm. because I felt like she had a legit claim. Right. And it came back to bite me in the butt. So I will never help another person ever again. <laughs> ever. Sorry. Was it no good deed goes unpunished? Absolutely right. And she's, I told our secretary when she calls the office next time to tell her that I died. And that <laughs> okay. I no longer I went on in to receive my She don't know. She's not a prophetess. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I bet that lady's going to be like, no, he not. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not dead because I can tell when someone's lying to me. Look, I, I recorded that just to show Deidre because Deidre likes to talk about how she's a nurse, you know, likes to talk about how hard her job is. I'm everything. sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yes. But I was like, do you want to listen to this for an hour? Because that's what I did. <laughs> and 99% of the time, I was just going, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But she went off on some tangents. Wow. She told me all about how her husband played basketball with Charles Barkley. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, th- th- I, w- I would love to hear all about that. If I was talking to her husband, I didn't bring up the fact, this was at Auburn, I didn't bring up the fact that I, my high school basketball coach, who's now in jail, by the way, <laughs> played, was roommates with Charles Barkley. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even want to go down that whole rabbit hole mm-hmm. and get into a let's talk basketball segment <laughs> let's see with this lady. Name drop. Yeah, right. More famous people. Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, I have Charles Barkley's autograph on a New Orleans Saints hat. So what do you got to say about that, lady? Our our hometown wouldn't let him play golf at our country club because he's black. <laughs> I have a friend who has Eli Gold's signature okay. on an Auburn hat. Oh, wow. How stupid is that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, the, the I Saints mean, it, hat was all I had to get autograph when I saw Charles Barkley. Right. Well, I, you know what? Same story. Yeah. But – uh. If I was Eli Gold, I'd just throwing it on the ground. <laughs> I'm the voice of the University of Alabama. Thank you. Very also, much. the voice it used to be the voice of NASCAR. People forget <laughs> it caught a lot of NASCAR. I'm not a fan of Eli Gold. I'm just going to come out and say mm-hmm. it. I don't know if I've said that on the podcast. Not a fan of Eli Gold. Well, I'm a, I'm a fan of his announcing, nope. like his voice. You nope. don't like that either? Nope, not at all. What's uh, what's he done? Have you listened to a football game on the radio in forever in your lifetime? Absolutely. Now, granted, it's been a while because I want to say about ten years ago, like the department I work in, we have weekends off now. Yeah. But back when I used to have to work weekends, like the plebes. Yeah. Right. Like all. <laughs> the pours. I had to listen to the game on the radio. Yeah. There was no other option. How so. could you keep up with a game in between Eli telling you about how the sun was glinting off of the helmets <laughs> and not telling you down and distance and time left on the clock and stuff? Now, I know a lot of Bama fans like to put Eli on the radio and then watch the game mm-hmm. or whatever. And I could see that being okay. But strictly just like I'm listening to the radio, mm-hmm. uh, horrible. Horrible. It's better than Vern Lundquist. I'd much rather listen to now, Eli well, Gold than Vern not even getting named right. But I'm I'm listening to Eli because I can't watch the game. Right. You know, like if Vern gets on my nerves, I can mute it and I can see the game. I know the <laughs> score. I know right. the time left. I know what down we're on. I know everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying I'm not impressed with Eli Gold. I think a lot of people are sucking Eli Gold off, and he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Dear goodness, <laughs> just got to come out straight <laughs> with it on the on the Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah, that's just all I'm saying. Gotcha. Alabama fans will be mad at me and hate me because <laughs> for some reason they treat Eli Gold like he's Coach Saban or something. No, and they don't treat him like he's Coach I Saban. Pretty much do they, they do. Tommy. For real? Yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, I thought he's just a I, – I think he's got a great voice for radio. Yeah, he's got a great voice for radio. And Alabama fans probably like him because he's passionate for Alabama. He's not one of these no. ESPN, I'm going to be as unbiased as I right. can and secretly hate Alabama <laughs> every time I'm discussing a ticky-tack call or something. Yeah. But he's like straight up excited when Alabama does something. Yeah, you know? sure. Well, and that's how it should be. Now, mm-hmm. uh, what's the guy who calls the basketball games? Chris – Chris something. Mm-hmm. He's Chris great. something. Yeah, Chris yeah, something. Him. Chris Sullivan, I think. <laughs> He's great. He's awesome. I love him. He yeah. does a great job. And when Eli dies or whatever, I'm sure he'll take over mm-hmm. and it'll be great again. It'll be great again. Make, yeah. make, uh, make sports radio broadcast great, great again. again. <laughs> Eli was tolerable when Kenny Staber was there because Kenny would just get drunk all game long. <laughs> right. Like the fourth quarter, Kenny learned his speech and everything, <laughs> talking about some chick he banged out in Oakland in the 80s. It was great. Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. This is all a little inside baseball for our people who <laughs> yeah. live around. Uh, the country and world. So, <laughs> well, back to my news story. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> check this. Sorry, out. I just had to run down Eli Gold, <laughs> yeah. just stomp on him for no reason at all. That's just been on my mind. I needed to say it. I'm just going to say Eli Gold's better than Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs> agreed. <laughs> agreed. A hundred percent agreed. Anyway, headline here. Now this is a doozy. Okay. Depraved man, thirty-seven who had sex with his pet chickens in a basement okay. while his wife filmed, sure, causing them to die as a result, 
has a three-year jail term cut by eight months on appeal. Wow. Do you, I, I <laughs> That's a lot of information there. Really should have yeah. tried to shorten that up a little. So he was having sex with the chickens. Mm-hmm. His wife was filming. Yes. The chickens, as a result, died. Yeah, apparently right. uh, chickens are not built for no. human relations. Well, I think I, I told you this before, Tiny. Do you know that pigeons die after sex? Uh, like any time. Well, they do after I have sex with them. <laughs> Imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Uh, It says here that the depraved man who had sex with his pet chickens has recently had his jail term reduced on appeal. Footage of (laughs) Rayon (laughs) Baig having sex with the birds was found on a computer, was found on computer equipment seized from his home in Bradford, West Yorkshire, Along with indecent images of minors. Oh. Not cool. Okay, not cool at all. I, I mean, can holler at you having sex with chickens. <laughs> I mean, I think that's horrible. And... I don't even think it's that horrible. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyone who's a pigeon lover, <laughs> I think would be able to uh, relate. No, I'm just saying it's 2020. Cock on cock is cool. All right? Or 2021. Cock on cock is cool. It's, you know, tiny. You need to get past your bigotry. <laughs> anyway. He was jailed for three years at Bradford Crown Court last October after admitting to a string of offenses, including having intercourse with an animal and possessing extreme pornographic images and making indecent photographs. Uh, his sentence was cut to two years and four months after the Court of Appeal in London today after two senior judges con- collude- concluded that the original term was too long. What? I don't think it can be too long. Yeah. In my opinion. The the minor stuff. Yes, I'm more worried about the minor stuff. right. But, I mean, this this dude is killing chickens. Sure. With his penis. (laughs) I mean, what's the difference of that or cutting the head off, you know, and throwing it in a fryer? I mean, I would say that one is more humane. Like the chicken is enjoying himself in this guy's way. Is he though? I don't is know. Is he really enjoying himself? I don't know. I think we should just uh, cook the chickens, not rape them to death first, and then cook them. Look, if you take this guy to a KFC, <laughs> he is gonna he's gonna have an extreme orgasm. His lawyers argued that his jail term should be suspended so he could be free immediately from prison. You better uh, lock your chickens up. You know, <laughs> you should. It says here, but Sir Roderick Evans, who heard Beg's appeal with another judge, said, we are satisfied that a significant and immediate term of custody was necessary. His sick crimes were discovered when National Crime Agency officers executed a search warrant at the family home in July of 2019. No. If they, well, I don't know how it works over in England, but here you got to have probable cause. <laughs> right. Like somebody had to be like, look, them chickens are going nuts over there. <laughs> they are crowing like crazy. Or maybe they never crow at all. They're like <laughs> extremely quiet. <laughs> After receiving intelligence that he had the indecent images that were discussed. Okay. Uh, computer equipment was seized from the house. You yeah. gotta go Polaroid if you're doing if you're screwing chickens. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Officers also found a significant quantity of quote extreme pornographic images, including a number of first generation homemade movies featuring him and occasionally his wife, Halima Baig, who is 38 years old, engaging in sexual activity with the animals, and they were saved under the file name Family Vids. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. That's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing at that. I don't know. Some of the images featured the couple engaging in acts with a dog, while some were of him performing with chickens and then also occasionally with his wife. Uh, Sentencing of the couple in October, Judge Richard Mansell said that the acts would make any right-thinking member of society sick to their stomach. The judge described his offending as depraved, perverted, and despicable, and said the creation of the videos was simply beyond comprehension. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, not really. If you've been on the internet, not really. <laughs> I haven't seen the videos, but yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's, I, I think I agree with him. Sure. This will be on E-bombs world before too long. <laughs> <laughs> the Crown Court heard that the images showed two of the chickens dead on the cellar floor, and another video showed him placing one of the deceased animals in a bin bag. He was also filmed uh, 
having sex with a chicken that had already died. Oh, so no, ne- you crossed the line right there. <laughs> Necro chicken love. <laughs> you you crossed the line. You there. know what? I should have put a, a little PCA before I read this. You know, <laughs> you might want to roll up your windows and turn your radio down <laughs> yeah. if you're listening Don't to this. listen to this in the office. <laughs> yes. Anyway, it just goes on and on. It's talking about... Uh, the judge also said the pain and suffering you inflicted on these animals must have been horrific. Prosecutor said that the chicken started as family pets, but they all died as consequence of his actions. <laughs> Worst. What if his defense was like, no, sir, they didn't suffer any pain. I have a very small penis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I'm about done with this story, but dear goodness, like, I don't like at what point are you like, I need to start screwing the chickens, <laughs> you know? Well, How horny do you have to be? I I can't believe I'm going to admit I've even seen this, but Rob Zombie, he made a movie okay. called House of a Thousand Corpses. Have you ever seen it? No. Okay, well, there's a part in the movie where they go and... No, it's not that. It's actually the sequel. It's uh, The Devil's Rejects. Okay. They go and they get chickens because they were going to they were gonna have a, a chicken roast. And then the guy who's selling them the chickens, he's like your stereotypical redneck. He yeah. goes on this long, drawn-out explanation about how these chickens were for the kitchen and that you couldn't have sex with them. Okay. And I remember thinking in my 20s while I'm watching this movie, why, oh, why does Rob <laughs> Zombie think he needs... Why does he think he needs to put in a, a a long dialogue in this movie about having sex with chickens? Oh, now you know. Oh, now I know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's why. I didn't, I mean, I've talked about cockfighting before, right? <laughs> yes. But I didn't know there was like a underground cockscrewing group. But that's the problem with the internet, man. <laughs> yeah. I've said it before. The internet lets weirdos get together. And mm-hmm. so if you think screwing chickens is cool, then you meet like <laughs> other people that do and you think it's normal. Yeah. Well, this dude, apparently, he went and got married. And yeah, how do you talk your wife into that? convinced her it was cool. I mean, how do you... Hey, babe. <laughs> I'm going to go down the basement, and I'm going to screw some chickens. I need you to videotape it. <laughs> how do you... How does that conversation even begin? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm going to... We're both adventurous people here. <laughs> I'm thinking... I'm probably going to start screwing the chickens, and I would like for you to videotape. You know what? I think I know how it started. I think he found a video of somebody else and showed it to his wife and was like, ha, 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 isn't this so funny? Isn't this so crazy? You know what would be really funny is if I, just as a joke, did the same thing and you filmed it. That's right, yeah. That's how that happened. Yeah. It's just wild. I'm floored, really. I know. I'm floored. I'm glad I got to use my pigeon joke. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, everybody's free, free to use that one. I stole it from somebody else. That's a good joke, though. It's a, that's a good joke. Oh, dang. Yeah. You can throw that one around at work. You know, everybody will like that. Well, my story is nowhere in the league of your story. <laughs> yes. I actually feel like I need to go take three showers after reading that. <laughs> nowhere in the league of your story. We're going to talk about a GOP congresswoman okay, who blamed the wildfires in California on a secret Jewish space laser. Okay. Um, this is from the intelligence, well, NewYorkMagazine.com, the intelligencer, I guess, is a, oh, it's a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember discussing that back when that dude got caught jerking his gherkin on the <laughs> Zoom call. Oh, yes. You remember that guy? Jeffrey Tubin. Jeffrey Tubin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Axios has a small squib about the mischief makers, a handful of idiosyncratic congressional backbenchers who make trouble for their respective party leadership. Mm -hmm. Um, The leading Democratic mischief maker is AOC, of course, who advocates some left-wing views I consider simplistic and impractical, and in some cases they poll badly. The top example of a conservative mischief maker presented in a perfect symmetry is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Greene's views are just a bit more controversial. They include, but are by no means limited to the following. The QAnon conspiracy theory, okay, of course. which holds that Donald Trump is secretly fighting a worldwide child sex slavery ring that was supposed to culminate in the mass arrest of political opposition. 
Never happened. Muslims don't belong in government. Hmm. 9-11 was an inside job. Okay, now that one's true. Okay, <laughs> we all know Bush did 9-11, right? I will say that I don't feel like those last two go together that well, yeah. though. Right, no, I agree. <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> um, I mean, if, if 9-11 was an inside job, then it seems to me like a lot of politicians shouldn't be in politics either. Yeah, right. <laughs> shouldn't be in government. The shootings at Parkland, Sandy Hook, and Las Vegas were staged. Okay, that's a Alex Jones special. Sure. There. I do find it kind of funny. We still don't know anything about the Las Vegas shooting. That mm-hmm. just went away. Everybody forgot about it. Yeah. I think I've talked about it on the we podcast. We did talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, Zionist supremacists are secretly masterminding Muslim immigration to Europe in a scheme to outbreed white people. Hmm. That's wild. Um, leading Democratic officials should be executed. That's not that radical. <laughs> you go to any Baptist church, you hear that. <laughs> the most recent green view to be unearthed comes via Eric Hanak. Hananoki. Hananoki. Okay. Just over two years ago, Green suggested in a Facebook post that wildfires in California were not natural. Forests just don't catch on fire, you know. Well, that well, they technically that's true, <laughs> they, right? They do. Yes. I mean, they they need something to catch them on fire. Right. Lightning, every, cigarette butt. Every fire needs three parts. That's right. That is Fu- oxygen. Yeah. Fuel and heat. That's right. If you get those three things together, you can have a fire. Right. Uh, Rather, the blazes have been started by PG&E in conjunction with the Rothschilds using a space laser in order to clear room for a high-speed rail project. Oh, dang. So In the article, it has our whole (laughs) post. I'm not going to read it. I don't want to. (laughs) I don't blame you. Yeah. Not because I don't agree with the reviews or anything, just because I'm lazy (laughs) and I don't want to read about it. Uh, the Rothschild family has featured heavily in anti-Semitic conspiracy theories since the at least the 19th century. Wow. Hmm. I didn't know that. Anti-Semites have generally updated the theory by placing Rothschild while replacing Rothschild the Rothschilds with George Soros, a more contemporary and plausible seeming mastermind for global conspiracy to spread left-wing ideolo- ideology. Hmm. Green's version has instead updated the theory by giving the Rothschilds possession of a secret, powerful space laser. So this is like, if you've if you've played the video game uh, Gears of War, this is like the Hammer of Dawn that she's <laughs> thinking of, right? Although I think they call them the Rods of God in Conspiracy World. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's wild that I know about the <laughs> space lasers, but I do. Yes. <laughs> well, if I'm not mistaken, they've talked about putting a huge solar array yeah. In space. And sure. then using that energy, like sit, shooting it down to planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Problem is, to do that, you're going to be sending it in the form of microwaves. Yeah. Which equals giant space laser, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> now, you might be wondering, and our listeners might be wondering, if an international cabal of Jewish bankers wanted to finance a rail project, they would go about it by using their space lasers. Why would they go about it using their space lasers to set a catastrophic blaze? <laughs> Yeah, I think why, that's a legitimate question. Why not just, I don't know, buy up the land you need? Right. With all that <laughs> massive wealth they claim you have? That is exactly what the rest of this paragraph says. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you're probably not going to get Green's answer, though, because the last news crew that showed up to one of her events was threatened with arrest by a local sheriff. Anyway, it's true that uh, Green and AOC play equivalent roles within their respective parties. MTG, that's what they're calling her. Wait a minute. Equivalent roles? Yeah. Because they're rabble-rousers and they say crazy stuff. I was about to say, because, I mean, to be... I hate to I hate to say this, but everyone knows who Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez sure is. is. I right. have never, never heard, heard of this, this lady, lady not once until right. you brought her up just now. Well, they call her MTG Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Green. Gotcha. Uh, it, she holds down the party's right flank, and AOC holds down the party's left spank, flank. Left spank. <laughs> left spank. <laughs> That's an unintentional slip of the tongue there. Um, most Republicans are probably quite skeptical that the California wildfires were intentionally set by a Jewish space laser. Hmm. Now, we all know it was set by a Gentile space laser. <laughs> right? Well, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I don't... 
this is a problem with the internet. Once again, <laughs> this is the problem with the internet. People start reading stuff and believing it. Yeah. And then you get it with other weirdos who believe in space lasers and you think it's normal. And next thing you know, you're making Facebook posts about mm-hmm. it. So we don't, we should shut off the internet. A hundred percent believe that. That would be the end of our podcast. I was about to say, the Unabomber was right. That's right. Uncle Ted was right. <laughs> yes. Yes. He knew it. But how do we square that? Because, I mean, I mean, yeah, the internet does give voice to the alternative, the way, fr- right. the people on the fringe, I'll put it that way. Sure. But it gives us that same voice, too. <laughs> so. Well, I've, I've said it before about Facebook, but it's true about the entire internet is that it's a beautiful thing because it gives everyone a voice and it's a horrible thing because it gives everyone, <laughs> it a, gives voice. everyone a voice. Yeah, yes. like, and I don't know what we do about that mm-hmm. outside of ridiculing people who say things like this. Right. Which is, we're doing our part here. <laughs> yes, yeah. we are. We're doing our part. Now, sorry I couldn't bring a chicken screwing story <laughs> to the table, <laughs> listeners. Tiny took that one already. <laughs> Uh, my apologies. Yeah. But just know there's space lasers out there setting wildfires. Gotcha. What about Australia? What are the Rothschilds planning there? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Huh. What about the, uh, remember when Bush had like the weather machine? Sure. That yeah. destroyed that New Orleans? Sent Katrina to New Orleans? <laughs> yes. 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 Well, we all know HARP's real. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, that's, a, that's a weather control program. Gotcha. I, yeah. I mean, that's true. That's 100% true. You just got to do the research, Tiny. I'm not going to do your research for I'm you. I'm not going to do your research for you. <laughs> Which I feel like. I saw somebody say that the other day before the inauguration. Yes. You know him. We're, we're mutual friends with him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. His wife used to go to church here. I may have read this exact comment because I remember <laughs> yeah. thinking that I'm not going to do your research that's for you. That's exactly I'm like, what he said. That's what you say when you don't have evidence <laughs> to back up your claim. Exactly. <laughs> Like, if I was to say, John, did you know that, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something, your family is actually descended from, like, Satan worshipers. Yeah. And you're like, I can't believe you would say that about my family. Where are your facts? And then I'm like, hey, you need to do your own research. I'm not going to do your homework for you. (laughs) You know? That's the... Every conspiracy theorist line is, I'm not going to do your research. You got to go do your own research. You say that when you ask for evidence. Yeah, right. And then they then they come back with that because you go down so many rabbit holes mm-hmm. in the conspiracy. And I I'm into conspiracy theories. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm into. It. And occasionally I'll come across one that is plausible. Sure. You know. But I'll, my my end goal with every conspiracy theory mm-hmm. is why are they doing this? Yeah. Kind of like this. If you told me the Rothschilds want to put a high speed rail system in and they're burning up all this so they can buy the mm-hmm. land at a cheaper value or whatever, I would be like. They have enough money, they don't have to care about that. <laughs> right. They'll buy the land, sell the timber off of it. They don't have to burn it down. Mm-hmm. You know, these people are not rich because they're dumb. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, and, and, and that's how usually I come to an end of any conspiracy theory. And also think about this. Thinking about building a space laser <laughs> so you can buy cheap land. How much money do you think a space laser is going to cost you? Well, what you got to know, Tiny, is that we send billions to Israel for their defense. <laughs> so that space laser was already built. Oh, okay. I yeah. got you. They just are able they to use it. They have access to yeah, it. Yeah, they're I able to you. use it. Okay. Yeah. You just got to <laughs> yeah. gotta follow the money, really. Mm-hmm. They, they love to say that one, too, mm-hmm. in conspiracy theory world. You got to follow the money. Yeah. Also, you all, you have to ask yourself, like, what are the facts? Yeah. Because a lot of times somebody can spin a good story, and it can even be plausible. Yeah. But before you go over the tipping point and become <laughs> like a tenfold hat crazy person, yeah. just ask yourself, okay, what do we know for sure? <laughs> like, like, what do we know for a fact? Yeah. And then what do we think we know? Yeah. And then... What do we believe? But there's really when you when you get right down to it, there's no reason there's no to evidence. believe that. Yeah. yeah, no, no, that's conspiracy people are are <laughs> they're wild. Yeah, and I love dabbling in them, but mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't get the I've never gotten to the Tim Full yeah. hat. It's level. like I, I hate to even bring it up because, uh, but like the whole Bob Lazar thing. Yeah, he spins a great story. Ooh, kick the mic stand. <laughs> But when you get down to facts, like what do we know for a fact? There's very little, little, very little, very little. 
And I remember, like, because <laughs> we had a patron show a while back where I, like, read his book. Right. And I was talking about it. And he tells this story about how he got his buddies. They were supposed to meet with, like, his former boss, Dennis, at a casino. And he shows up, and Dennis is there. But Dennis wouldn't talk to him, and he just leaves. And he's like, Dennis, what's this all about? And his buddies, you know, I'm assuming they will back him up and say that we don't know for sure yeah. that that was – the dentist, like you see what I'm saying? Yeah. He could have walked up to just a random stranger and been like, what's this all about? And the guy's ignoring him because he thinks he's a crackpot, you know? <laughs> right. He's like, man, I'm just trying to gamble. <laughs> yes. Wait for the buffet to open up. <laughs> yeah. What's the deal? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah it's just wild. Conspiracy people are wild. Mm-hmm. Not as wild as the chicken screwers, <laughs> you know? Yes. But somewhere there's an overlap between the two, I guarantee you. <laughs> I will say... I do find the conspiracy people very entertaining. Absolutely. And very interesting. Yeah. Not as interested or entertained by the chicken no. people. <laughs> yeah. More appalled by them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, uh, conspiracy theories uh, are fun until you end up taking over the Capitol building. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give it to them, though. Yeah. I got to give it to them, uh, to the Q people. If you're going to write, I mean... Don't burn down the CVS. Go take over the Capitol. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, show me mean business. You talk about how scared those politicians were and got, I mean, they shipped the National Guard there yeah. for the inauguration. Yeah. It was wild. And don't even have anywhere to put them. Yeah, have right. you seen that? They're like they got them in parking garages yeah. and everything else. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what, I mean, all it took was one one running over the Capitol, and <laughs> yeah. now they're scared to death of us. Kind of happy about that, by the way. Because when you burn down the CVS, yeah. politicians don't care. No, not at they all. They don't care about your business. Yeah. They don't, they care, they care about themselves, and they care yeah. about their tax money. Exactly. But when you come for the Capitol. Uh, yeah, that, they start paying attention. <laughs> now then. it's time to mobilize. Right. Oh, wow. This was a lot bigger than we thought. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's what everybody, collectively, the entire world was like, yeah. oh, wow. Okay, so they're serious about all of this. <laughs> like when they were burning down businesses, <laughs> that didn't affect me. No. I didn't have to deal with all no. that. So why should I try to quell this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, now, <laughs> now, now they mean business. Yeah, no, no. Now they're serious. These <laughs> yeah. people are really pissed off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and- I got to be honest, all the pictures of like the congressman like laying in the floor and everything, <laughs> I was, I would laughed at every one of them, you know? And I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to, uh, we're not supporting that. No, yeah, I'm not supporting that right. in any way. Not trying to discredit what Black Lives Matter was mm-hmm. going for, everything. I'm just saying, Black Lives Matter, you might want to go take over the Capitol, <laughs> yes. you know? Who cares about getting it painted on the street in front of the Capitol? Go take over the Capitol, get some real change going here. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's all I'm saying. All right, you want to talk about the best of, I guess, December? Even though here we are, last day of January. <laughs> Maybe we just December, <laughs> January together. Um, okay, the best of December was definitely not getting coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible, and giving it to you and my wife. Yeah, for me, coronavirus was terrible. No. But it wasn't the so much the coronavirus. It was because I didn't see my kids for, you know, 15 days. Oh, that didn't bother me at all. <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus is great while I was on those steroids for like yeah. the first five days. Uh-huh. I felt like a champ. I was watching sports. <laughs> yeah, that part was awesome. Nobody was messing with me. My wife hadn't had it yet, so she was leaving me alone. It was great. I just sat in a recliner and watched TV all day long. <laughs> uh, but I did watch... While I was on coronavirus, The Revenant. Have you okay. seen that with Leonardo DiCaprio? It's been a while, but I have seen it. Yeah, it, it was is an a, old movie. It is a good movie. Yeah, yes. but it was really great. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm big on mountain man stuff, anyways. Yeah, uh, loved it. Except the only problem I had with it was he would willy nilly jump in the water all the time, and that's <laughs> right. like a death sentence when you're in the cold as he is. <laughs> right. But for some reason, he lived through all of it. Mm-hmm. The first time he got went down the creek after he had like crawled for forever, and it. Uh, the Native Americans come up and they're right there and they finally spot him. And he just goes floating down the creek. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, movie's over. This dude's about to die. He's going to get hypothermia and die. Because he's really, he should have died from the bear attack. Sure, right. That's yeah. what should have killed you. Do you know that's a true story, though? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's bizarre. Yeah, but he actually ended up forgiving the people who, mm-hmm. he, didn't, you know, he killed that one dude <laughs> yeah, and well, forgave the, the kid. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah. So if you hadn't seen it, I guess I gave away the ending, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's been it's been out a while. It's been out a while. So it's, it's I really movie. enjoyed that movie though, mm-hmm. and it took up a good four hours of my night watching it. Very long. <laughs> it is extremely a long, long movie. But I tell you, what, it flies by though. Yeah, it was great. At least. You're First cold watching it. I yeah. was cold watching it. You know, like it is. Uh, you're like, man, this is freezing. How do people live like this? Uh-huh. Yeah, awesome. So that was uh, December, January. We started watching, and there's only been four episodes come out. But this is something I think's right up you and the rest of the nerds, okay. Allie. <laughs> Wandavision. I have watched the first three okay. episodes. Okay. Uh, it really started getting better in the third. Ep- first two episodes, I was like, this sucks. And I was like <laughs> playing an online chess because Deidre wanted to watch it. Right. Deidre got a touch of nerd in her. People don't know. <laughs> you know? Uh, Did you put it there? No. No. <laughs> I've been doing my best to root it out. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, so we watched it. And it's been really good. So, I recommend it to everybody. Picks up after the second episode. Okay. The third and fourth episode are really good. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're releasing one episode a week or something. I don't know. Yeah, they come out, I think, on Fridays. Okay. You know? Yeah. Netflix, they'll just put everything out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, once. So that you can buy one month and watch what you want to watch and then cancel. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Disney and I think uh, Hulu, some of the other ones, they'll, they'll, they'll put They'll do like out. a regular TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, it was really good. I had no idea who Wanda was, you know, like because I don't watch all the right. superheroes. I knew, I remember Scarlet Vision. Witch. Yeah, right. Uh, after a short Google search, I <laughs> learned that she's this Scarlet Witch, whoever the heck that is. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, so I would recommend that to anybody. And I also read a book, very popular book, not a new book, called Extreme Ownership mm-hmm. by Jocko Willnick. Former Navy SEAL. Okay. It's like a leadership book and all, all that. Right. But I enjoyed it because he takes like war stories from Iraq mm-hmm. and then ties it into leadership principles later right. on. So those are my recommendations. Okay. What about you? Uh, I've got two things I want to talk about. Uh, one, and I guess this will be for my December or whatever, uh, was Dr. Sleep. Okay. Now, are you familiar with The Shining? Yes. I know you don't I've, watch a ton of movies. I've but- watched the movie and read the book. What'd you think of what'd you think of it? Oh, it's great. Okay. Yeah. I'm a fan too. Yeah. Uh let me ask you this because and it, I, let me take a, a a short side jab here. Stephen King famously does not like Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Yes. He feels like he, you know, messed up his masterpiece. Right. And then later he actually directed a I think for TV. Yeah, like Shining. a remake. Yeah. That was terrible. Right. <laughs> it wasn't great at all. Hey man, you're a writer, not a movie director. Like, yes. what do you think about the movie versus the book? Well, the book, of course, is better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just because books typically are better. Right. You can put right. a lot more detail in a book. Mm-hmm. But I always have enjoyed the movie. Okay. I mean, I remember watching it when I was young, probably too young to watch it. And I was <laughs> right. like, wow, this is pretty scary stuff, yeah. you know? That, like, um, that's an old naked lady attacking yeah, right. that guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Another movie you're cold in a lot, you know, when you yes. watch it. But yeah, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I don't hate it. I'm okay. not Stephen King. I don't hate it. Well, Stephen King wrote a sequel called oh. Dr. Sleep. Okay. That was last year made into a movie, and it's currently uh, streaming on HBO Max. Yeah. I get HBO Max through AT&T, my internet service, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah, they got us. It's like as a package, so yeah. that's why I have it. But I watched- Tiny trying to quell the Baptist out there because <laughs> he has premium that's cable That's exactly channel. what I'm doing. He's watching, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever sex taxi cab confessions or whatever on it. Yeah. Uh Doctor Sleep is an excellent movie. Okay. If you enjoy The Shining, you'll probably now it's very, very different. So don't, you know, it all, and obviously it's not directed by Stanley Kubrick. Sure. You know, he's dead now. Right. Yeah. It's kind of hard to get a dead guy to He to did great with the moon movie. landing. Right. <laughs> yes. We can all agree. The moon landing, probably his best work. But uh is it Danny, uh, he's grown up. Yeah. And he is uh like he meets like a girl. Who shares his gifts, you know, his, yeah. his shining gift or whatever. But it turns out there's like this other group of people who they're not vampires, but I guess they're kind of like vampires because they like feed off of uh, the people who have the, the okay. shining ability. And he's trying to rescue her. Okay. It's, but I tell you what, I don't know why. I had a, I have a really good friend, a former roommate, who once said, Stephen King writes crap. Sometimes yeah. it stinks. But sometimes it's really scary. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, the problem I've always and I, I'm not 
I haven't been on the Stephen King train in a while, mm-hmm. but like up until probably I got out of college, I really read just about everything Stephen King put out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always thought his problem was that he just published everything he wrote. <laughs> right. You know, there's some of them you need to hold back. You yeah, know? yeah. But a lot like of maybe stuff, an orgy among little kids. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> he's got a short story book. I think it's called Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, heard of that. I haven't read it, but I've heard of it. There's there's a few stories in there that are are they're amazing, mm-hmm. you know. And then there's other ones you read and you're like, this is like, why did you even write this? <laughs> right. Uh, but. I mean, he's got a lot more money than me mm-hmm. and has a way more successful writing career than I would ever have. So who am I to criticize? <laughs> well, for whatever reason, the movie Dr. Sleep kept me hooked the entire way through. I really, okay. really enjoyed it. I might check it out. We got HBO Max, too. You should definitely check yeah. it out. I tell you. I probably never will, but <laughs> I'm going to say that I might. Right. I, it's in the Mike category, yeah. which means if one day Deidre's watching HBO Max, it's mm-hmm. like, what do you want to watch? I'll say, hey, Tiny said there was a Dr. Sleep, and she may say no. I'll say this. I really like horror movies, but in my opinion, there are very few like truly good horror movies. Yeah. So maybe I'm not judging it as as harshly as other people would, but I tell you what, I really, really enjoyed Dr. Sleep. I recommend Dr. Sleep. So do you consider, well, like, I've, I'm not a horror movie guy, mm-hmm. you know? I don't like a lot of horror movies, but I like suspense movies. I got you. Okay. Like, I I would watch Alfred Hitchcock every mm-hmm. time it, it comes on. Mm-hmm. Like, his movies are amazing. They're just as scary to me as watching, like, The Shining or whatever. Well, m- that may be why you, you may like this one, then. Yeah. Because this is not, like, a movie with a ton of jump scares where, yeah. you know, you got the, what is it, the the chi- the Japanese girl with long black hair. Yes, right. <laughs> you know, jumping out of the closet right. or whatever. Not a lot of jump scares, just a really, really good story that happens to deal with yeah. some very dark subject matter. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's really good. Nice. Good. And then uh, my la- the last thing I want to talk about is Cobra Kai Season 3. Oh, yeah. I am a huge fan of Cobra Kai. Sure. It's kind of a cheesy show, but in the best way, in all the best ways. Yeah. And, no, it's uh, great. Season 3 was was every bit as good as I was hoping it was going to be. Dieter didn't enjoy it she as didn't much like it. as the other two. But it was a lot yeah. of like building the next season, I felt like. Mm-hmm. You know, Which I think is going to be all about that tournament. Yeah, that exactly. Next, the All Valley. The All Valley tournament <laughs> yes. that was called off and has now gotten back <laughs> on. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's, I thought it, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Elizabeth Shue showing up in yeah. it, you know. Uh, glad to see she's still alive. Childhood crush, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. So if you haven't watched it, maybe uh, yeah. cut it off for a little bit. But I feel like the people who who watch Cobra Kai, we've been waiting for yeah, uh, we all watch for Johnny and Danny to I team care. up from I, like episode one, and they finally do. Yeah. Well, here's my thing, and I don't get the spoiler people that get all <laughs> upset if you tell the end of a movie. Yeah. Like, why does it, who cares? Just watch it anyway. Right. You know, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just different. I know the ends of all kind of movies I've never <laughs> You've seen. You've never seen. What's the one with the girl that's a boxer? It was like a real famous movie. Uh, she ends up breaking her neck on the stool at the end of it. Million Dollar million Baby. Million Dollar Baby. Never seen that movie. I've never seen it either. No, I know all about it. When I had Rolly probably one of my games I would play with employees is they would ask me if I've seen a movie, and I would say yes, and they would talk about it, and I would just go along You would try to talk about it yeah, without like, having seen it? Without ever having seen it. So I know all the plots to all a bunch of movies. <laughs> yeah. But if I go watch Million Dollar Baby, I already know the girl's going to die. She's going to break her neck on the stool. You know, at the end of it, mm-hmm. no, I don't care. I'll watch it next time, like if it comes on TNT or something. <laughs> right. So, yeah. won't affect me in any way. Mm-hmm. I don't get the people that are like that. It's like, yeah, hey, so. I know how the Bible is. I still read it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, I would say the Bible is less narrative-driven. Sure. I, yeah. There's definitely narrative oh, in yeah. there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Like, just think uh, Just think if you're reading the gospel for the first time and you don't know Jesus is going to raise from the dead <laughs> on the third day, I bet that is mine. Mine. For, for all the people who didn't have the ending spoiled during VBS <laughs> when they were kids. <laughs> you just ruined it for them, Tiny. <laughs> got to go. That's got to be. I bet. Oh yeah. I bet new Christians are going nuts. <laughs> when they read that for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so dark, you know. Yeah. Oh man, this Jesus guy I really had to go. I can't believe he's dead. I thought he was the savior. I thought he was the Messiah. <laughs> he's back like Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's. 
It, it's just like it's just like uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, Aslan. Aslan's back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I also, this is, I, I don't want to jump in on this, but I watched this movie last night and it was way better than I ever thought it would be. And it was mm-hmm. called 17 Again. Okay. It had <laughs> Zach Efron in it. Have you seen it? No, but I know what you're talking about. Got, I'm a sucker for Zach Efron, by <laughs> Are the way. Are you serious? Dude, have you seen his eyebrows? They're amazing. <laughs> Well, yeah. now he did. Was he the one that did the uh, the Bundy movie? Yes, that's right. Okay, he did, he did the Bundy. That was movie. good. I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, it's just a stupid, funny movie <laughs> okay. to me. Yeah, uh, if anybody wants to watch, it came out like in two thousand eight <laughs> or something. But yeah, I was scrolling to Netflix and I was like, "Let's watch this, Deidre." And she was like, "Why?" I was like, "Cause Zach Efron's <laughs> in it." I was like, "That dude's a dreamboat." Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna watch this. So yeah. I was, Anyways, back to your back to Cobra Kai. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, just, I guess that's it. I really enjoy yeah. Cobra Kai. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I, it's like you say, it's cheesy. Mm-hmm. But it's like a self-aware funniness. It is. You know, yeah, like it, like the know. show knows it's cheesy yeah. and it's playing it up for exactly. laughs. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's very well written. I think I told you Johnny Lawrence, whatever his real name is. Oh, uh, William Zebka. Yeah, he mm-hmm. wrote like a screenplay that was like yeah. no, nominated for an Oscar and everything. So, I mean, he's talented, dude. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, very, very good. I, I've enjoyed every, every season of it. Can't wait for the next one. I hope I ain't got to wait a year. I think you got to wait right at a year. Oh, that's They're sucks. filming it right now, though. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that should be criminal. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather release it once a week, like, <laughs> like WandaVision. Disney, yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of you just you know, watching it all, all out on in a Saturday. One weekend, <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, now you got to go now for a, a, a year, year and a half to mm. get some more. Yeah. Uh, the uh, dude, what's the dude's name that runs Cobra Kai? What's his name? Oh, the uh, the old guy, John yeah. Kreese. Yeah, Kreese. Yeah. yeah. He's a good villain. All-time villain. Yes. Yeah, he's been a villain for decades <laughs> in Karate Kid. He plays it perfectly. He does, yeah. I'm not sure he's just sitting around his house and they call, like, hey, we're making Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be on YouTube, I guess, to begin with. And he was yeah. like, I'm re-, he like grabbed his collar. He <laughs> was like, I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. And it's also kind of funny because, like, he's kind of a loser. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, the only thing about him is just he's got these kids in his dojo who think he's <laughs> the stuff. He's like but, the but stuff. Anybody else yeah. would be like, this this guy, this dude's a loser. This dude's, you know? I don't care if he is a war hero. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Well, um, I guess I, I don't have any other recommendations. Do you think they're going to stick with the Eagle Fang karate, or do you think that's going to be just a, a humorous thing they threw in season three? I think that'll be what he has, and he'll defeat them to get Cobra Kai back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe Eagle Fang and Miyagi, Miyagi-Do merges. Pick a third name or pick another name. Eagle-Do. Eagle-Do. <laughs> Miyagi-Fang. <laughs> Miyagi-Fang. <laughs> that's something they would do, and it would yeah. be funny. You know. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, I thought that was – how hilarious was that when he was looking for a place to set up a new dojo? <laughs> yeah. And he ended up just going to a public it's park. Like on a park. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Oh, that was funny. Uh, well, uh, yeah, so if if you're one of the three people on Earth who haven't seen mm-hmm. Cobra Kai, you should definitely watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll throw out one last thing, and I actually haven't even finished it yet, but there's a movie that came out on HBO Max the Little Things, starring oh, yeah. Denzel Washington. It's one of these, uh, like, released uh, in the movie theaters yeah. and on HBO Max same same right. day. Yeah, we watched Wonder Woman that way. Uh, same same here. Wonder Woman blows, by the way. Yeah, the reason we didn't talk about Wonder Woman is because it's not the best yeah, it's not of great. anything. It's, it yeah. just wasn't that great. Yeah, I was all excited. Like, Girl Power mm-hmm. had Libby with me and everything. And, uh, like, halfway through, I was like, man, this kind of sucks. It's just not a yeah. good movie. Right. For a, for a superhero movie, there is a stunning lack of action in the entire first <laughs> exactly. act of the film. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the first Wonder Woman I thought was pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh, now, the dude, I can't remember his name, that played the one that stole the rock. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. or whatever it was, you know. he was. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a great character in it. He, mm-hmm. he played this little part great. I can't remember who he is now. I, I have no idea. Oh, he's been in other stuff. I watched that movie and I was playing on my phone through oh, two thirds of it. He was in Game of Thrones. That's what he was in. Okay, and he was in Narcos. 
Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I can't remember Narcos. his name. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, Game of Thrones. He was the Latin American DEA agent. Okay. Yeah, in in Narcos. Cool. And he was the dude that got his head crushed by the mountain in <laughs> Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, the little thing starring Denzel Washington and yeah. Rami Malek or something. Yeah. And I think Jared Leto. Okay. Although I haven't, like, I've, again, I've always Leto, seen. Leto? I always say Leto when I read it. I, I have thought no it was idea. Leto, but I could be yeah. wrong. You could be no, right. You could be right. I'm not very confident in I that. I have no idea. I've never seen anyone pronounce his name mm-hmm. ever. It's not like I'm watching E! Entertainment News yeah. or anything. I think he did get kind of, uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say? I think he did get uh, robbed. Is his portrayal of the Joker in the Suicide Squad? Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. I thought he played a really good Joker for the I don't know five minutes that he was on screen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I've never seen Suicide Squad, so I don't know. It's not that. I mean, it's a, if you know what if it's uh, I think it's streaming on HBO Max. If you have nothing else to watch, you might enjoy it. This has turned into a huge HBO Max commercial. It really, this has. episode is sponsored by HBO Max. Apparently, <laughs> are you getting a check on the side that I don't know about? Everybody needs to switch their internet service <laughs> provider to AT and T so they get HBO Max. <laughs> yeah. All right. All I, right. You got anything else? I, no, not really. Uh, now I was trying to think of funny stuff that's happened since mm-hmm. we last came on, but there's really not much. You know, got the coronavirus, and that's it. We already talked about <laughs> we talked that. We talked about that. I moved yeah. in the neighborhood. Tiny's in the neighborhood. <laughs> yep. Like I said, my property value is just plummeting. I'll tell a story. I'll tell this story. Of right before I came over here to record this podcast, Tara sent me to get a couple ceiling fans that she bought off Facebook Marketplace. Uh-huh. Now the reason well, you can't be putting used ceiling fans in that house. <laughs> well, we, am I going to talk to Tara about this? Y'all are rich now. <laughs> can't be putting used ceiling fans in. Well, no wonder my property value's <laughs> dropping. What are y'all doing? Hold on. Now these ceiling fans came from somebody living in Covey Chase. Covey Chase. I know yes. where that is. Yeah. So a friend who lives they're there. They're rich people fans. Yeah, but they're used rich people fans, <laughs> which makes them poor people fans. Well, get this: the the two bedrooms right now. Don't even have lights in there. I'm assuming the lady who lived there before us had lamps in there. Sure. But we were going to get light kits and install them because I can do that because I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Sure. Good at everything, great at nothing. Yeah. But she found these two ceiling fans and she got them for like 35 a piece and they're pretty nice. But on my way home... Like uh, there was a huge gust of wind that like caught one of them and blew it out of the bed of my truck. Oh, for real? Yes. Have you told her that? Yeah. Yeah. How, what did, What was our thoughts? I'm going to be hearing about it for the next, I don't know, 15 years. All you got to do is go grab your mortgage papers and just put them right in front of her. Yeah. Be like, hey, I'm sorry I lost you $35, but I bought you a house. Yeah. That's all you got to say. <laughs> I've I've got a theory, Tiny, and I don't want to be too open here on the Patreon section, is I think you're afraid to not be able to have sex. And I think once you make peace with the fact that you're going to get cut off, yeah. life changes for you. You know what? I actually think you're absolutely right. Yeah. You just got to get, you just got, I mean. But do you not remember us talking about having sex every week? It like doubles your life expectancy. Sure. It cuts, Who cares? Cuts down on heart disease Who and cancer. Who wants to live for forever if your wife is yelling at you about a $35 used fan that flew out the back of your truck? Well, she don't yell at me about it. She just makes this ugly face. You, <laughs> this, know? Uh, you just got to forget it. You just got to be like, look, if, if I ain't going to get none, I ain't going to get none. I'll go take a long shower and handle this like a man. You know? <laughs> like a man. Yeah. Right. Like a mountain man. This is champagne of victory, you know? Uh, you just handle it. I think that's your problem. I think life would change for you, you and Tara mm-hmm. if you just got to that fact. You're like, look, I don't, I don't, I don't need to have sex with you to but be if, happy. But if I'm, but I, I'm afraid that I do though. <laughs> it's the thing. Uh, no, like the the power of how good can life be. If you're not getting it on the regular. Let me ask you a question. You ever seen an old man that was unhappy? I mean, there's a few yes, grumpy old men. Yes, I've seen every, men. all of them no, are unhappy. No, they're at that point. That's why you think they're unhappy because they're like, they'll tell you whatever they think. They don't care about your feelings or anything. It's because they're not having sex anymore. <laughs> they don't have to worry about anything. 
But they do what they want to do. They're cranky. They nah. complain about everything. No, nah. they're complaining because this is the first time in their life they've been able to <laughs> complain without having to worry about getting cut off. Huh? Yeah, you just well, got to know. I'm telling you, it's a whole. It's <laughs> you know, I have sex on a regular, semi-regular basis. <laughs> I don't want to lie in church, you know. But one thing is it will not be used as a weapon against right. me. I'll be like a sexual camel, and I will wait for forever if you're going to try to do that. Yeah, I will not allow that. So uh, you got to get there, buddy. Hmm. Just well, remember, sexual camel. I'm not there yet. And that's what I'm saying. If she starts I, complaining I'm about just, that, you I'm, start telling her about how much this mortgage payment is you just signed the dotted line on. I'm just too virile, I guess. Nah. You got to get there. I'm afraid of exploding. You are a little younger than me. <laughs> Look, you're never going to have a life-ending orgasm if you're having sex once a week. <laughs> well, I can try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You just got to be, you just got to stand up. And if she's like uh, mad about the ceiling fan, you'd be like, well, I'm sorry that I bought you this house that needed new ceiling fans. <laughs> that would be exactly what I would say. I'm like, Tara, I'm sorry that I bought this house that doesn't have ceiling fans with lights on them and we had to go pick up one and a freak act of nature caused me <laughs> to lose another one. And if you're going to be mad about it, that's fine. I'll stay up and play Zelda on the Switch all night long. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. I don't have Zelda on the Switch. I've got it on Wii U. And don't entertain any more conversation about it. You know? Just <laughs> okay. like, she wants to talk about it again? He's like, no. We, I've already told you what I thought about it. <laughs> and let it go. You know? I bet you people think, like, Deidre's browbeat and all that. She's afraid <laughs> to say anything to me. But What? Oh, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what you're going to think about this. But the other <laughs> night when you came over uh -huh. and you left, I don't know how we got on the subject, but I think... Uh, well, I think some of the women were talking about Mother's Day. Like, yeah. you know, I, I know. Deidre ain't my mama, by the way. I'm just going to throw that out there. I brought that up. Uh -huh. I said, John, I said, I was laughing. I was like, John says he never gets Deidre anything for Mother's Day ever because she's not his mom. That's right. And and they were like, and he's still married to her? <laughs> and I said, oh, John's got her in line. He's got her straightened out. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, Deidre's not my mama, right? That's true. I help the kids buy our presents. Yeah. Then that should who that should be who they're for. Right. Or from, you know? Yeah, they drive my mama. I what about her uh, Mother's Day present? What about Valentine's Day? Well, I, we have not gotten any either one a Valentine's <laughs> Day present in probably 20 years right. since we were dating. And then one day we we're like, this is kind of stupid. You know, like, <laughs> right. why are we wasting time, effort, and money on this? Mm -hmm. We clearly love each other. Do you need a day for you to know I love you? So no, we don't do anything for Valentine's Day either. Well, me and I might like go by CVS and get her like a little box mm -hmm. of chocolates just for funsies because I'm getting the kids something. Yeah. But I mean, but no, we don't do anything. Well, for me personally, it's more about the time. Like, you know, I want to set aside some time. Well, you're not setting aside time every day? Well, yeah, but well, then why do you need a single day? Because it's an extra day. <laughs> that ain't nothing. You're wrong. <laughs> it's an extra day. This is why she can look at you and you're all scared over a ceiling fan. You know, a thirty-five dollar used ceiling fan, dude. That ceiling fan no. was destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. We got I back and up she the said, pieces. "She said, are the ceiling fans here?" And I said, "Yes." And she's like, "How they look?" And I was like, "Well, now one of them is awesome. <laughs> it's immaculate." And she looked at me kind of funny, and I was like. The other one, a huge <laughs> gust of wind, like caught it and like blew it out of the back of my truck right as I was almost back. You know, like, it was like right before, uh, right before we got to the Sprint Mart. You know, <laughs> that, like, like stretch. You yes. know, and and she said I should have told you to take the Yukon, <laughs> and I was like, well, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't need Valentine's. And it was Day it was a windy day today. So sure, but you don't need Valentine's Day. <laughs> you don't. Do, don't do anything on Valentine's Day this year. See what happens. Well, now, there's been plenty of days where we didn't. But, like, as far as there's there was there's been Valentine's Days where we didn't, like, you know, go out. But, I mean, we would still try to, like, do something, you know. If it's just sit at home together, watch a movie or something, you know. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I think I'm just truly a romantic at heart. I, here's the thing. All right. I... There is nobody who loves their wife more than I love my wife. Except for maybe Tiny. And there is no woman who loves her man more than Deidre loves me. True. And that is 100%. <laughs> she is ride or die with me 
no matter what. <laughs> I could call her right now and be like, Deidre, we're going to rob a bank. And she'd be like, okay. <laughs> All right. So we have a great relationship, but our relationship is extremely unique and not typical of what a lot of people's relationships are because mm-hmm. we've known each other our entire lives. You know, so she already knows who I am, already knew who she was. Our our expectations for things like Valentine's Day or Christmas or birthdays, they're non-existent. Like neither mm-hmm. one of us sit there and think, you know, like anything is worth fooling with. Like we didn't get each other a Christmas present this year. Like, why would I? Like, I'll see you every day. If you want to buy something, buy something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like you don't need Just my permission, you, you know? Yeah. Or do whatever you want to. It doesn't matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we have the understanding. Like, I'm not going to go buy a bass boat and not tell her or anything. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not an idiot, but... But only because you're not that big into fishing. Yeah. But the number one reason Deidre is in line, as, you know, you and your friends now think, <laughs> is because I'm amazing in the bed. <laughs> and I, yeah, that's it, you know? On the semi... Well, regular I, as I've <laughs> as I've stated before, I don't want Dieter to have sex with me out of some sort of obligation. I right. want her to have sex with me because she wants to have sex with me. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I just wanted you to lay there and let me have an orgasm, I would just go take a long shower and handle it myself. <laughs> you know, I want you right. to be into it yeah. and enjoy yourself. Now, there have been some times in the course of our relationship where she wasn't that into it, but we did it, and mm-hmm. by the end of it, she was really into it. Like we were both having a great time. So, but I I just don't, I don't feel that, you know, like she ain't my sex toy, you know, like, Hey, when I feel like having sex, we're going to have sex. Not saying you have that relationship with Tara. That relationship would be great. Yeah. (laughs) Or like it's Wednesday night. We're going to have sex. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Any of that, you know, we'll have sex when we feel Mm -hmm. like having sex. And that's great for me. You know, right. I have plenty of sex. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes we have sex multiple times in a week. And then we might not have sex for a few weeks. That's <laughs> you fine. You go through the desert. Yeah. That ain't the desert. It's a couple of weeks. <laughs> like, I mean, people act like it's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. And now everyone knows about my sex life, and that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. We had sex the other night. That's cool. <laughs> had sex when I got back from the hiking trip. I was so sore I didn't feel like it. But <laughs> I did. Because she, like, was, when I got home, she's like, hey, look, don't be taking too long. You know, for the podcast, because <laughs> I got some plans later on. So I'm like, sure, yeah, much better that way, in my opinion. That's what works for us. Gotcha. I have not had a fight or an argument with Deidre in probably about ten years. Huh? Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, we don't argue. Me and Tara don't have a ton of fights, but when we do, they're not fun. No, we don't. We rarely, we rarely even disagree. Mm-hmm. You know, we've probably in the 25 years I've been dating her to now have had maybe four what I would consider arguments. Right. Total. That's with me losing money. That's what I say. That's with me. That's with me doing a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this is the part of the life coaching tier that you could get <laughs> if you joined our Patreon at that tier. So, yeah. Well, I guess that'll about do it. You, uh, you got anything else to say before we cut this off? No. I love my wife, mm-hmm. number one. And, Tiny, you got to get not afraid of not having sex. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll change your whole life. Change your whole relationship. Then you won't be buying Mother's Day presents for her anymore. What's she going to do? Not have sex with you? Who cares? I'll go jerk it off. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I'm at a loss. <laughs> <laughs> I think because my logic is so sound. Yeah. <laughs> Owning me with facts and logic. <laughs> That's right. I'm like Hudson said of Ben Shapiro. <laughs> uh, we Disappointed every- my son knows who just Ben Shapiro is, by the way. You don't like Ben Shapiro? No, I hate Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Why's that? Because he's an he's an idiot. I mean, he's a he's a nerd. I figured you just didn't like him because he was like well, that's a political part nerd. Of it. Yeah. yeah, and he has an annoying voice. He's a super annoying voice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah, nerd and mm-hmm. not. I mean, he makes some good points with his facts and logic, right? But it's almost like he doesn't take into account that people do have feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, and he'd be like, "Facts don't care about your feelings." Like, well, hey, man, my feelings matter to me. You know, I haven't watched a ton of Ben Shapiro. And my feelings so don't maybe... care about your facts. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, what about Stephen Crowder? He he is, gets on my nerves. Yeah, he's like very sticky. You yeah. know, like 
not sticky as in he picked up a lollipop out of his wrapper. <laughs> sticky, I guess would be the best right. way. Right. Yeah, he's not very good. I was about to say I like I like Ben Shapiro more than uh Steven Crowder. Hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. What a, here's the one Uh-oh. is uh and he's not really like political per se, but uh what's the Joker's name? He's Canadian. Oh, Steven God. Crowder's Canadian. Oh, is he? Or I thought he was. I don't know. I don't know his background. I mm-hmm. assumed he was from Texas or something. <laughs> uh, no, he's like a professor guy. He like blew up on the internet a few years ago uh, with all his like go make your bed stuff. Oh, I don't know. Oh, man. Anyways, For whatever reason, the algorithm has not yeah. sent his stuff into my feed yet. Yeah, he drives me up the wall. Okay. Yeah. He's, I can't remember his name though. <laughs> Dang. The best of all of them, and he's not even a political commentator. He's just a podcaster. Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. Love Joe Rogan. Well, a tier above him is Alex Jones. Because <laughs> yeah. Alex Jones is funny. <laughs> yes. Like, unintentionally and intentionally funny. Yeah. I was about to say, if you can listen to Alex Jones and not get caught up in the madness, yes, it's, actually, it's, it's all just a show. It's very It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. You just got to know that, hey, this is uh, this right. is like coast to coast. Now, Biden's death squad will come, and come <laughs> for us now that we've admitted we listened to Alex Jones. But yeah, I, it actually, is, it's like coast to coast comedy version. <laughs> yes. Exactly what it is. I actually don't listen to Alex Jones unless he's on Joe Rogan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he's so funny, dude. He is He's funny, funny on Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's like, and every point leads him down another trail. You know, <laughs> yes. he'll start out like talking about the Bilderbergs and he'll end up that there's Jewish lasers in space. <laughs> yeah. You know? And you're like, man, how did you even get here? And then before long, you get the, I'll eat my neighbors. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And you got to buy some super male vitality pills from him or whatever. Yes. That's it. So this that's, should, uh, that's this, political comment. Yeah. That's our that's uh, John and Tiny on political commentary. Commentary. So this show is brought to you by AT and T, HBO Max, <laughs> yes. Alex Jones, and John's Marriage Advice. Yeah. There you go. And Spotify. And Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. I love y'all. Bye. <laughs>